welcome to It's In The Can, the podcast that tries to help you find the islands of TV gold in what is otherwise a streaming sea of diarrhea. Wow. Uh, I'm your host, Buzza, and I'm joined by two of the greatest TV philosophers of our generation. Tika, welcome. Welcome. Dogmat, welcome. Hey, Buzz, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Guys, you said you wanted a better intro than last week. Take that. Well, you've, stepped up, you've stepped up your game, Buzz. Yeah, it's all I've got, unfortunately. We, we couldn't have got much lower than last week. So. <laughs> it's actually two weeks ago, but is it? it's, anyway. it's a tricky little concept. Um, so we're going to kick straight off with our first segment. Uh, anything you want to add, gents, before we do? Oh, look, it's been a big week. Oh, yeah. Fair, I thought there's, we'd there's, there's, oh, I'm just there's, saying there's, there's, it's going to be warm dive straight into the waters. There's a bit going on. And look, there's some crossover with some of the topics that we're going to cover in our awards and some of the uh, topics later on. But Oh, we're wow. going to go there, right? Well, okay. I think, boys, uh, boys, I think it's fair to say that last week's celebrity guest caller <laughs> was in the thick of things. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think he could yes. do anything more offensive than what he did on this show. But <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll raise you um, that I think I've found a bigger narcissist than oh, even Trump, than <laughs> right, even Trump on. himself. I ha- I'm looking at my notes right now. I think I've got someone to beat him. Yep. I'm finding yeah. Delta Goodrum on the voice. <laughs> <laughs> we we call her in my household. Uh, she's known as Press on Nails because is that who you've got? Fake? No, it's not. No, I but I can't watch her. She's she, the hardest thing to watch on TV right now, and that's including Trump. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's calling to, today, but maybe in a couple of weeks' time we ask Seal to call in. Anyway, Bulls, uh is she the? Does she already win the early Fig Jam Award of the oh. of twenty twenty? And it's been a fair year. Yeah, look. Yeah, we don't want to call it just yet. There might be a few contenders. I've got someone to top her. Even mm. like she's bad. She's horrendous. Yeah. She's so fake. Everything she says is yeah, just... Yeah. It's oh. all about her. Yep, yep. yep. No, it's yep. like working with Dogmat. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, are we ready then to go into our Are we ready to segment? go into it? It's uh, the well, return of... Welcome to the 49th Streaming Awards, live from the Dolby, or is it the Kodak Theatre? Uh, and our first presenter award uh, nominee and presenter is uh, Tika. Yeah, thanks, Buzz. Uh, well, I was um, fortunate or unfortunate enough, depending on which side of the fence you sit on with Lance, um, to watch the Lance doco uh, that dropped last Sunday. I think it might have been on um, on Foxtel. Um, it's on ESPN. It's uh, 30 for 30. And look, it's an amazing doco, um, which doesn't reveal a whole lot that we didn't know. Um, it's more about what he doesn't say, um, which he basically doesn't apologize to really anyone. He remains um, unapologetic, uh, belligerent. Um, and look, probably the, uh, the ultimate, penultimate line of the, of the doco is he basically says, I sleep well at night, despite uh, suing, lying, bullying, and... Uh, basically backstabbing anyone that ever came in his way. So he remains, um, you know, the pure narcissist. And, um, yeah, he wins my award for Narcissist of the Week, which, um, as Dog <laughs> referred to earlier, um, just trumped 
his mate Donald, and uh, also and a, a your close mate, third by Delta Goodrum. Delta, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's remained a role model. He's a first. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's, now, he's now. Tick, can I ask you a question? Now, it's, it's it's on my list to watch, and I'm thinking, okay, Lance, not a fan of him. Can you get through the material? Is it something that's watchable? Is it, is, it, is it something you can get through if you don't like Lance? Yeah, look, uh, that's a really good question. It is. It has got some some flat parts in it when Lance is at home peeling potato skins for some unknown reason. They find that <laughs> thought that would be good TV. Um, but look, there are bits where he just tees off on a couple of opponents. Um, Lloyd, uh, Fl- uh, what's his name? Floyd Landis. Um, and, uh, and then he actually says that he loves, uh, Jan Ulrich, which is really weird. Um, and yeah, but look, there's enough content to keep, a, 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 someone that's interested in sport generally and cycling, um, in particular, if you liked, uh, Icarus, which I know, Dogmat, you've seen that a number of times. I've never heard yep, that before. And, uh, yeah, it's yep. a constant uh, callback, Icarus. It is. Um, <laughs> that's it's a sort of a similar story, and yeah, look, it's got enough content in there to. It is four hours, two sets of two um, hour sessions, so it's pretty. Um, you you got to you know stick for the long haul, but yeah, it's well like worth a lot. Love to sting. It, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Well, nev- I'll, uh, I'll yeah. send you an update later. Yeah, I like his books. I've never listened to his movies, uh, his music. His I movies? Say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like I just like how he just <laughs> says it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, I'm now understanding the uh, reference. Uh, Dogmat, you're the next presenter. Yes, hi. Um, look, I each week want to present a uh, what I'm going to call the Shaw Thing Award, and it's basically the Dog Shaw. Is the it? dog show. The dog, <laughs> oh, the dog show. Right, okay. Look, I just want to present the, the audience with a can't miss show that you might have not heard of that, you know, helps stops you from browsing. And the, the documentary is Operation Odessa. It's on Netflix. Um, and look, before the likes of Tiger King and McMillions and all these sort of funny doco storytelling types, uh, it also has a bit similar to one called Cocaine Cowboys. Uh, this a doco came out. It's uh, one episode, so you don't have to commit to 10 episodes or a whole season. It's a 95-minute um, show, but it's just a it's a, it's a spin-off between a true crime thriller, comedy, and, and it's all about a Russian mobster, a Miami playboy, and a Cuban spy who get together and they team up, uh, and they scam all sorts of underground figures. And look, it is a really funny um, doco. It's something that's really hard to leave five minutes in. And I promise well, you, I'm expecting feedback from everyone to tell me how good it was. Okay. Well, I'll take the contrary view on that just to, for shits <laughs> and gigs. Um, I got through 25 minutes of it and, mate, I turned it off. I found it quite oh, boring. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. didn't enjoy yeah. it? Yeah. Look, it was, it, it was a fascinating story. Uh, I just found the storytelling a bit slow. Um, but, look, maybe that's just my uh, poor attention span. Um yeah, I know you raved about it, and I've heard good yeah. things. Yeah. It is a great. So, mate, yeah, no, well, I'm going to promise to give it a go, dog, Matt. And well, uh, maybe you, you, we'll you check back. check Booz, back in next week. Booz, mm. homework. You're the tiebreaker. I want you to okay. watch all okay. of it because I think at 25 you did sell it short there. Tick. Um, I will I'm, take I'm, bribes. You, you, you are the tiebreaker. Come okay. in next week, and oh, by the way, happy for any of the audience to come back and provide feedback. But I'm guaranteeing it as the sure thing of the week. 
I'd get insurance on that thing. <laughs> the the only false premise around your award is that we have an audience. But other than that, <laughs> I'm very keen to watch the show. <laughs> um, so I've got the final award uh, for um, this streaming award presentation and uh, I'm handing it. The award title is, uh, and I made it up on the fly, Best Show with Aussies in the Lead Roles Award and uh, handing it to... Mrs. America on Foxtel, Kate Blanchett, Gee, um, Roseborn. How, how, how did how did Pete Hellier's show not get nominated for that? I'm <laughs> ignoring the fact that it exists. <laughs> Can I plead the fifth? That's probably topical. Um, so yeah, uh, Kate Blanchett and Rose Byrne are in the lead roles. Very strong cast in uh, general, set in the 1970s. Uh, based uh, around the story around the feminist movement and the Equal Rights Amendment Bill. Some of you would have fallen asleep just hearing that part of it, but I promise you, if you don't mind a little bit of American history or politics as the premise of a show, for example, Charlie Wilson's War, uh, you know, really good production value and probably one of the best dramas I've watched in the last 12 months. You are very woke though, Booz. So not all of us are um, as woke. Uh, What else could we uh, learn from the show? Is it uh, well worth a look? Uh, I, I think what's surprising about it is that uh, there were two different groups, at least, uh, splinter groups, let's say, uh, of feminists that had opposing views around the amendment. For a lot of people, that would still make them go, that's a miss for me, but you'll be surprised. It's just, um, uh, it doesn't just stick to that as a topic, and there's some pretty good byplay. Uh, it's, it's a strong show. That, that's Foxtel. Booz, you had me at hello, you lost me at amendment. <laughs> <laughs> nice, oh, nice. God. Maybe I should change the award to that. Anyway, uh, we're, uh, so just in summary, Lance is a tick. Yes. A new tick. Yeah, uh, that's a on tick. Netflix. On yep. uh, Netflix. No, it's actually uh, Foxtel. No, it's oh, Foxtel, Foxtel, sorry. Foxtel. Foxtel. 30 for 30, yep. 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 Sorry. Pay a bit extra for. Uh, Operation Adisa on Netflix is a big tick from Dogmat and a not so Strong that's a no, no, that's that's one tuck and one no tuck. <laughs> no, no tuck. And uh, Mrs. America, just trust me. Okay, <laughs> on Foxtel, uh, on Foxtel, correct. And uh, we now move to our next segment, which is jump the shark. So jump the shark is where we cover shows that we think either were never any good or their best is behind them. Uh, and first off, Tika. Thanks, uh, Buzz. Uh, well, this show um, is called The Witcher. Um, and guys, I had so much uh, goss about this show. It's been out for ages. Um, people are like, whoa, God, I can't believe they've only made one season. I can't believe they made one episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute crap i've seen less wooden acting by a tree stump and brad pitt (laughs) and it oh it's dreadful there are a couple of redeeming features if you like video games and guys with platinum blonde hair and the occasional you know obligatory nude scene okay good but look it's it's pretty hideous um are there any amendments it is based of. on the video game. Yes. Um, yeah. And look, borrows heavily 
the, the, yeah. the best scenes are actually the fight scenes. The fight but, scenes, mate, okay. if I want to watch a fight scene, I'll watch uh, Rocky IV. No, um, it, and, yeah, it's no, supposed to be like the next Game of Thrones. No. It's, there's, there's no storyline. There's no Khaleesi. Um, that's all I need to say. Okay, um, so it's a no, man's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but please tell us about the uh, lead actor. It is Superman. Oh. Yeah. Now, now, look, we've heard about this curse of Superman. <laughs> Um, most of them seem to get the curse after they've played the role. Christopher Reeve, um, I won't name any others. I don't know any others, but, uh, Henry oh, Cavill. Kane guy. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dean Kane. Kane. Yeah. Dean Roth. Kane. Yeah. Anyway. Who, who has swallowed the sheep by the way, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, look, Henry Cavill, um, I think the curse hit him from birth cause he cannot act. Uh, he, he can't act his way out of a paper bag. He's terrible. <laughs> Uh, and it's, yeah, it's a dreadful show. Um, I don't recommend it to anyone. Um, I watched Paint Dry once and uh, it was slightly more interesting than The Witcher. Well, next to tee off, uh, Dogmat, you've got some disturbing content to cover. Yeah, look, um, Netflix has um, just put on Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, which I think is about a, it's a, it's a, few, it's about a four or five parter. So, look, I got through the first episode. Um, thought the, um, the t- topic matter might be quite interesting because there's a quite of a lot of underground dealings with um, Epstein. There's a lot of questions about how he obtained his massive wealth, you know, whether he's in blackmailing influential politicians and so forth. So I was just interested in all that sort of part of it, but really about 10 minutes in, it does delve into, um, you know, all, all these dealings with the girls and it, it gets pretty creepy, pretty, pretty pretty quick um so not a fan uh couldn't get to episode two was a really tough watch so as as attractive as it all is did he die how did he die you know well he definitely died oh we don't know oh did he (laughs) oh Oh, yeah he's with elvis somewhere reddit's got an elvis uh, line yeah I have issued a writ of habeas corpus, um, <laughs> which, for those non-legal minds out there, is Just produced the body. The body. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a bit um, of intrigue about him, but like the show does delve into his dealings with the girls, and it's not great material and very hard to get through. Have so, you seen it, Ticker? So I have. I was also... Um, look, the subject matter is pretty dreadful, but... I think Dog made a good point when we had a brief chat about it that it just doesn't delve into any part of where he gets his money, how he knows Trump and how he knows all these other sort of similarly minded filthy um, animals like uh, Weinstein and he seems to be mixing in all these circles. Trump and was he murdered? Was he murdered? Was he CIA? Yeah, I mean, is he part of Mossad? Like that's been a... So there's, there's so much on Reddit that you can go into all these different little sort of um, rabbit holes, but it, look, it just, uh, and, and it could be just the way they, they, they made a documentary. They've, um, they've really focused on, on, on the girls and, and that's just hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, when I watched, I just thought it was very slow and if, as opposed to say the last dance, which was really cleverly constructed and uh, produced. And we talked about that on the last episode. Um, this was really laborious. So um, yeah. Uh, agree on that. Uh, my one is um, a quick one. Run on Foxell. I promised I'd watch that. And in a word, utterly pointless. Well, that's two <laughs> words, but pointless. <laughs> um, and and uh, uh, that is all I have to say about that. Yeah. 
Now, Tika, yeah. you've got another one for I us. I do, I do. Yeah, look, I um, <laughs> we sort of heard a, a bit about this show, Space Force, come out on Netflix, I think it might have been last Sunday. And look, we're all excited. Steve Carell, his new gig, you know, he's, he's pretty, um, pretty amazing in the office and he's had a really good, successful movie career. Um, I did not make it through the first 10 minutes because it breached my five minute rule twice, which was, I did not laugh out loud a bit like, um, uh, George's mum, not even a ha, not even a tee he, uh, it was dreadful. Uh, not funny. Um, just appeared weird. Buzz, I know you got through more than I did. Um, what was your take on it? Oh, uh, look, when, um, they play Kokomo and that can't save a show. <laughs> you know, you're in trouble. Um, it's not fair to compare it to pigs in space. Um, <laughs> what about space uh, balls? Not space, space balls. balls. <laughs> but, uh, suffice to say that I laughed more during those than I did uh, over a couple episodes of uh, Space Force. And um, yeah. yeah, it's a pity because, you know, a great team that put together the American version of The Office and Steve Carell is one of my favourite actors, but... Yeah, as much as I wanted to like it, I just couldn't, and uh, I've encouraged people. How, how's he? How's he in it? How, well, I know. I it's know really it's, bad. He's he, he's, 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 to work with. he's trying to yeah. he's trying to drive it somewhere, and it feels like he's taken a couple characters from the past and merged them into one. Um, and uh, yeah, even his his performance is not. Yeah, there's nothing really fun, immediately funny about his character. Yeah. Great. Uh, so, Dogmat, uh, I don't think you've, have you got another one for us or is it straight back no, to I'm, me? I'm okay, I've got back. one last one and it's a bit controversial. Westworld Ooh. Uh, for me. Ooh, and hello. this is my, let me just, I'll premise saying it took me almost a year to get through series one. I just didn't find oh, it God. bingeable. Um, it just, I'd watch an episode and think, yeah, I can leave that for a while. I did push through the last three. I thought the last episode of series one was good, but you have told me, Ticker. Mm. that series one is the best series. Yep. Well, on that basis, I'm starting a petition for Foxtel <laughs> to remove all the other series. Uh, they should have ended it in series one. I thought the final episode was good, but overall it was just a rambling mess for me and uh, good production value, etc. but people compare it to Game of Thrones and it doesn't have the right to tie its shoelaces. Someone compared it to It's in the Can I saw on a previous episode. <laughs> that would be a much more appropriate comparison. Now, question nah, look, for both of you I'll guys. say this, and I think, Dog, you, you might have liked it as well. Um, I actually really enjoyed the show um, quite a lot. And, um, yeah, it, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, cannot see any criticism with it. Well, well, the question I've got for both of you guys, I started a couple episodes and it did feel like it was building to something. And my question is, does do they round that up by the end of season one? Is it something Look, that do they, they do. Yeah, bring the yeah, story they around? They do. And something yeah, I think, I think, and maybe I'm just not that intelligent, but I actually found it to be quite um, smart the way they... Um, built the characters up and then there was a bit like a reasonably good twist at the end. Um, I turn my brain off when I try and watch this stuff. Not that it needs much turning to be honest. Um, But um, I actually found it quite interesting. I thought some of the acting was brilliant. I thought the two female leads were fantastic. Probably doesn't help that they uh, doesn't hurt that they look amazing. Uh, and there's a, the occasional, you know, sex scene, which, you know, everyone has a bit of 
it's enjoyment hey, tour. Starting to, there's starting to be a bit of a theme to your... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just figure if something's... I'm paying for it, you know, there's got to be some skin. Okay, what are we talking about again? <laughs> right, well, that's an unexpectedly awkward term. I would uh, say true. it was not in the remote, remotest bit unexpected. Uh, yeah. So on on uh, <laughs> on that front, and that was, I think I don't know if I mentioned it, it's on Foxtel, but I'm not really going to point too much out around the summary because they're all shows to miss. But the summary, except West Westworld, which seems to be contentious, but Space Force, uh, Filthy Rich, Run, The Witcher, uh, at least have all got the thumbs down um, yeah. for those playing at home. Our next segment is Don't You Forget About Me. Don't You Forget About Me is uh, a reminder of some classics out there if you're looking for some great content. And Ticker, you've got the first one for us. I do, yes. And look, this one's a cracker. Uh, we had last week, Dog took us through Hip Hop Evolution, which is a brilliant series. And what I think is probably an even better music doco series um, is The Defiant Ones. It's on Netflix. It's about a six-part, so it's very in-depth. Uh, follows the careers, the intertwining careers of Dr. Dre, who is not a medical practitioner, so do not consult <laughs> him, um, and Jimmy Iovine, uh, who was a bit of a rock sort of country um, producer. Uh, music producer. These two guys sort of managed to hook up around the real birth of um, gangster rap and then into some art, some serious R&B um, they created Interscope Records and basically are the fathers um, of really almost every hip-hop, rap, um, R&B, um, even some of the rock um, records since about the mid-90s, including yeah. you know massive artists, Eminem, 50 Cent, and then their spin-off. Yeah. yeah, just in terms of production value, it's really, really good and highly recommended to anyone interested in any form of music. Probably the one of the highest level docos I've seen musically, um, again, on Netflix and well worth a look. Tick, it's, it's well shot. It's probably one of the best shot documentaries that I've seen. I agree with you that you're saying it's probably one of the best. Um, and the other thing I think, Jimmy Ovine, with the little that I knew about him, he's just as interesting as Dr. Dre. And he's, he's covered Fleetwood Mac and... Um, and Plenty of other bands. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have produced the first episode of Footy Utopia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Buzz. And so I've, now, Dog Matt, you've got another couple actually for us. Um, I've just got the one actually, Buzz. It's on oh, stand. Right. It's called The All American. Um, it's all. It's about a uh, a football star who's from the ghetto. Um, and uh, gets picked up by a rich family, so it's kind of uh, it's kind of uh, AFL rookie stars meets Melrose Place, and there's all the relationships that go with bringing you know a rich family and rich girls and rich high school, bit of sports. Um, it's it's quite an easy watching show, very bingeable, and um, will be attractive to both partners. So. Really easy show, um, and it's. I think they're on to season two now, but it's it's one that we've really enjoyed. 
I've only got one partner. Is that going to be okay for me? Or? <laughs> <laughs> You're so boring. <laughs> no. I, I thought that you'd been also recently watching Killing Season. Or Killing Eve. Killing, right? Killing Eve, yeah. Look, I didn't know if I wanted to mention... Uh, Killing Eve's fantastic. So they're on to season two. It's a really good show. It's a BBC special. And um, it's won a few awards as well. It's very highly touted. And it's the first season's been written by the same person who wrote Fleabag as well. So Fleabag, great, yep. yeah, great script. Um, really, it's a thriller as well. Fantastic. Couldn't recommend it high enough. Excellent. I've got a couple of quick ones. Morning Wars on Apple uh, TV, I think it's Plus. Uh, it's the only reason to get Apple TV Plus, in my opinion. If you can watch all of the episodes during the free period, I encourage you to do it. Uh, Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston lead the cast uh, based on some um, real uh, or a real story, um, which I won't tell you which one it is. You'll pick it if you watch it. Um, it uh, it's about eight episodes, I think, in total, eight, eight episodes, and they are making a second series. And, um, yeah, highly recommend. Probably the best show I've seen in the last 12 months, um, even better than Succession. Uh, oh wow! That's, two, if you, that's if you like, massive like wraps. That. Oh yeah, it's oh, fantastic. Wow. Okay. Uh, and the other one I've is just I've yeah, got go a on. question, Buzz. Yeah. Um, just a quick one. So you mentioned Succession there. I'm a bit late to the party on Succession. That that's is that Foxtel. I think that's Foxtel. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That that's worth. So I'm in that three episodes in. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying the, the, the show. Yeah, that's a that's a winner for you. Yeah, it's actually it's interesting. Um, you mentioned in the last episode. The difference in <clears throat> uh, what's it, the, the the kill what's the kill one with um, killing Eve? Uh, no, sorry, no, no, uh, with Christina Applegate. Um, oh, dead to me. Dead, dead to, to me. me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and how that shifts from being a comedy into a bit more of a drama. Succession mm. actually does a really good job, I think. Over the course of series one, it struggles to figure out whether it's a dark comedy or a drama. Yeah. And by I'll the end that. of series one, it decides it's a drama with some comedic elements. Yep. And it carries that through really well into season two. Um, there's a bit of a formula that they follow in season two, but it's strong and uh, they've done great character development. Um, great. Uh, it's really, really good, actually. Oh, that, thanks for that side journey. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean, didn't mean to take yeah. you off, but well, yeah. It might be worth us previewing it next week because I've seen the two seasons as well and, and it, sure. it would be my best show that I've seen in the last two go. years. Yeah. Uh, another well, one I know you love, Dogmat, and I uh, I struggle with it initially, but Mandalorian, um, the, it's the first Star Wars-based TV show since the 1978 Christmas special, which is a high bar, um, but uh, it certainly met it in the second half. I think there's eight episodes from memory. Um, really good nod to the origins and does a much better job of respecting the Star Wars Ooh. series than any of the new movies, in my opinion. Wow. Now, you were highly what critical a, of this yeah, last no, week. But it, what it, has it, changed your mind? They did a real, I think that it just felt a bit pointless, the first four or so episodes, but it, it really picked up from there. It has got multiple directors, and I don't know if that played a part in that. Um, uh, and I, I can't remember what, in what order they directed it, whether they sort of crossed over or they did two episodes each. But, um, yeah, the last four episodes were outstanding, in my oh. opinion. We're all, all three of us are Star Wars fans. Um, the one thing that I don't know, you know, I just want to see what you guys think. I just felt that Mandalorian was the truest 
um, to the original Star Wars. Agree. It felt a lot like the original Star Without Wars. Without just repeating could... scenes from yeah. the old movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it really had that vibe about the world they'd built and the character building. So, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Okay. I, so I, I won't also... comment. Because I, I won't come because I haven't seen Mandalorian, but I will raise oh, wow. you a Rogue One as being oh, yes. a very good Star Wars movie. <laughs> I actually didn't have that in mind when I was, I was talking about the three most recent ones, but yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, like, Rogue probably, One. That. Yeah. Probably because it's an absolute direct scene by scene copy of Episode Four, um, but it's still a brilliant movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, so our next segment. So that's the end of. Um, uh, don't you forget about me, is Movie Night. So uh, most of this uh, podcast is dedicated to shows, but we're just going to quickly go through a few movies available on streaming services of interest. And what, again, What's the topic this week, Buzz? The um, title track probably gave it away, Girls on Film. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're, I think it looks to me like we're focusing on uh, more of the female. Well, I certainly have. So a couple oh, of I'm, I'm certainly not. <laughs> well, I have. Um, and I managed to focus on probably the worst movie ever made. Um, <laughs> that that includes episode one. Um, Jar Jar Binks wouldn't have gone astray in this movie. It's called <laughs> it's called The Kitchen. Um, it is absolute crap. It's so bad that I could not believe is that what Melissa I was McCarthy? watching. Yes, she's not funny. Um, oh God! That's but we know her from Bridesmaids mm. and various other movies. That um, The Heat. A um, couple of absolute cracking movies. Spy. Yep. Spy with starring myself. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, she's normally great. She's not great in this. She's sort of trying to play some dramatic role. Um, the main star from Mad Men and um, Bride, uh, sorry, Handmaid's Tale. I can't remember her actual name. Brilliant actress. She's terrible. Everyone's terrible. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. Do yourself a favour, stay out of the kitchen, just burn it. Um, you know, it's it's horrendous. As um, as uh, Gordon Ramsay said, it's a shit sandwich. Um, wow. It's it's horrible. Donley, have you also got something that bad for us, or some rays of light? No, um, Netflix obviously has invested a lot in some of their own uh, original movies and content and extraction is one that's made a bit of headlines. It's with our very, it's with the better Hemsworth. Um, so it's a great, uh, look, it's a great action movie. Um, kind of similar to the Bourne, you know, the, the Jason Bourne or the Bourne identity series. Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of that sort of action and um, hand to hand combat. It's, it's really well shot. It'd be like anything you'd watch at the movies. So the fact that it's on Netflix, um, really watchable, two hours just flies by. I think the body count might be in the, in the thousands. I think they've shot and killed over a thousand people during the um, during the uh, movie. But uh, it's a, it's one that's easy to watch. So that's now, my uh, I'm going to ask this for Ticker. Recommendation. Uh, does he get his shirt off? I mean, that's probably the the key question. <laughs> um, Hemsworth, Hemsworth, m- multiple times. Uh, <laughs> oh, there, there you go, Tick. Put that on the list. Great, it's on the uh, list. 
And I'll tell you what, um, he's got a counterpart. So there's a, um, you know, it's, it's been shot in, in India and there's a, an Indian version who uh, is his counterpart who's every bit as uh, charismatic and, you know, sh- shirt off worthy. Um, so it's, it's actually a great film. <laughs> yeah, wow. Shirt off worthy. You might want to stop the show now and get right wow. into it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so uh, rounding it out, I've, I've got one recommendation. It's called The King on Netflix. It's been on. Uh, available on Netflix for about the last six months, I'd say. And um, it's, uh, it's based on the story of Henry V <clears throat> as he's a young man making his, pardon me, making his way through the world. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, I don't know if I'm going to get the pronunciation right, uh, this generation's Shia LaBeouf is the... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Talk about, talk about a bad talking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> But hopefully, without all the issues, uh, he's uh, he's in the main role. Joel Edgerton's in it, and he's excellent. Rob Patterson's in it, and uh, oh god, continues continues to make you wonder how is he going to be Batman. But um, look, if you enjoy some medieval battle scenes and drama, it's a very good film. So apart from Brad Pitt, it's got the three worst actors known to mankind. Joel oh, Edgerton's not that bad. No, he, he's okay. He's fine. But if it had Brad Pitt, it'd be the trilogy of shitness. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Pattinson. 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 Yeah. Shia uh, LaBeouf's twin young brother. And, and it's fair to say Pattinson plays a real kind of quirky type character as well. He's really going oh, for it. Oh, you've seen it. What did you think of yeah, it, John, yeah. mate? I, I actually really liked it too. Uh, it was a bit of a, a sleep. I didn't expect to like it. Um, but yeah, it got me in as well. I'll pay that buzz. Yeah. But Pattinson's I'm, role, I'm just watch out watch for it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Hemsworth's uh, in it and he uh, takes his shirt off. So think Tick about is, it. Tick is fast becoming the Red Simon of this uh, oh, yeah. panel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's so negative. Uh, actually, I think, um, I think we're about to get a call coming through. We are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi, guys. It's Dennis Committee here coming to you live from Optus <laughs> Stadium. Dan, uh, what, have you been, what have you been up to? Well, I'm glad you've asked, actually. Unsolicited, I might add. I'm actually <laughs> strapped to a 5G tower at the moment with Barra. I'm not sure what I'm doing Barra. here. I'm just supporting some what seem like nice folk who've got a beef about something. And, you know, I just like to help out those in need. So, uh, But apart from doing this, more recently, to try and kill some time, Barra and I have been making a recording. Yes, we've recorded an album. And we've been covering the greatest hits of Engelbert Humperdinck and Harry Belafonte. It's called Please Release Me from Quarantine. Uh, now, if you want to get a copy, you'll have to come down to Victoria Drive in Perth. And uh, at the back of Barra's car, we've got a bunch of them on TDK D90 tapes, which uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy. And we've got an extra little special feature in there. DJ Machine Gun Malaxos does a mashup of Beds Are Burning and F the Police. Uh, all that aside, though, I oh. did uh, listen to oh, your podcast geez. recently, and you'll be surprised to hear this. I quite enjoyed it. I was just wondering, <laughs> what should I watch in the weeks ahead before, of course, the AFL returns? That's a great question. Great question, Den. Um, and I look forward to some Den Oz Direct products, like the, fir- des- like, des- like the Favildo, which, <laughs> which was a roaring success <laughs> in the mid-90s. <laughs> 
That's, um, I've forgotten I even had that business. So I to bring it back. That's a question. I've got a couple um, of those left out in the back porch somewhere. Okay. I've got to go look, now, but yeah, please, I'll be listening to your answer. Okay, Dan. Well, we had um, a couple of big shows are going to drop this week. Um, I'm hoping the Bruce Lee story, um, which is going to be on 30 for 30, is as good as what it looks. I think it's called Be Water. Is that right, dog? Um, yeah, Be Water. That's right. Yeah, and uh, look, it's an he's an amazing athlete, um, amazing um, story, actually, yeah. um, making it into Hollywood. And just, yeah, he's, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and just one other thing that just dropped, actually, the little bit of a promo on um, Facebook I saw just before was that they're going to do a Rocky documentary oh, narrated by. It's just thirty yeah, for thirty. Yeah, yeah. I think it's thirty for thirty, um, and it's uh, narrated by Sylvester Stallone, basically about the movies and the making of the movies, which would yeah. be really awesome. Uh, so and we're, we're is, all massive is, will, Rocky fans. So, will there be subtitles, or will it be dubbed in English? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just assumes he's saying Adrian and we did it and that's pretty much it. Booz, maybe maybe Sly could ring in next week. Oh, I'll see yeah. if I can line it up for you. Yeah. That's a good thought. Uh, uh, so I'm looking forward to both of those. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, Dogma? Yeah, and by the way, there's another 30 for 30 that's coming out as well, which is um, Mark Maguire and Sammy Sose, which is about the baseball. And those are the two guys that were on the steroids and had that the home broke the home run record. So that's another third. So... ESPN 30 for 30 is going to go crazy. 30 in the for 30 is on Foxtel, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, ESPN. Um, look, I, I've just, um, with all the all the news on America and it's, you know, trying to keep current what shows to watch, I'm just going to just recommend um, last week tonight with um, with John Oliver, it seems to be one of the better ones that's wrapping, wrapping them up. It's on every, uh, I think it's on every Monday on, on Fox. Um, and he's just really good at just pummeling Trump and, um, telling you the week's news, very funny. Got Australian writers, so there's a, quite a few Australian references there. Um, and the other show that I really want to recommend is um, there's a show called Snowpiercer that just dropped on Netflix. Uh, it's based on the movie Snowpiercer um, from a director um, who did Parasite. Um, and Snowpiercer, the movie, was actually quite a great movie. I won't give too much away, but if the TV show... I think it's supposed to mirror the, the movie in a lot of the story. It could be one to watch. So Snowpiercer might be my uh, my one to watch. And what's that on again? Sorry, it's on it's on uh, Netflix. Netflix, excellent. Snowpiercer on Netflix. Uh, I've got a couple uh, apart from wanting or very much looking forward to watching the footy, which is coming back soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Bad Education with Hugh Jackman, which is on Foxtel, and I think also the uh, hopefully it's still on there. Their new service, Binge, it's definitely on that. Um, and uh, Normal People, which is uh, on Stan, is getting some pretty good reviews. And uh, Tika, you might like it. Apparently, it's got a little bit of flesh and some scenes. <laughs> some scenes, you know, the sort of scenes that's that I might a, be referring that's to. A, that's an egregious uh, accusation. It's scandalous. Um, it's outrageous. <laughs> what is, uh, is that Jackie? Is it Jackie I'm, from Seinfeld? Jackie Charles. Is that you're channeling? Yeah. yeah, I resemble that comment. <laughs> you uh, resemble it very much. <laughs> uh, thank you very little. Um, uh, so that's the end of what to watch, uh, and that is actually the end of our show. Oh, we'll quick... just quickly, yeah, quickly please. mention one thing. We had a couple of uh, mentions um, yes. from our regular fans on yes. um, and I singular. Have them on the run sheet. <laughs> we, well, I say fans; it's plural. There were two of them. Um, yes. <laughs> they posted. I think it was Steve uh, Travascus. That's it. 
and he said to watch Dark Season 3. And Correct. Boz, you had the other one, which was... The other one was Nelson Little, who suggested who... Fuda, which I think is a, a series you've watched, Dogmat, uh, Israeli. No, series. no, it's been another one that's been recommended to me. So it's supposed to be a really good show. What so service is that on? Netflix is Fuda. Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, excellent. And I think same with Dark Season 3, I think it's Netflix. Yeah, but keep his recommendations coming in because there are things like we did the Hidden Gems or the, what do we call it? The, uh, the thing Don't Forget About Me segment where you just miss, you know, you have um, during last year's footy season or basketball season or something, you miss seasons of, of shows and it's really good for us to be, uh, we can review stuff for you if you want to have a look at it. Um, and uh, yeah, good stuff. Wonderful. Now, we might do a quick uh, tuck and no tuck. So the tucks being the good ones, it seems, is uh, Lance, uh, which is on uh, Foxtel. Uh, Foxtel, sorry. Yeah, uh, yep. Operation Adisa with some controversy on Netflix. Mrs. America on Foxtel. Um, we had uh, Defiant Ones on Netflix. Yep. All American on Stan. Morning Wars on Apple and Mandalorian on Disney, Extraction on Netflix, and The King on Netflix. Uh, and the ones to miss, so the no tucks, seem to be... Uh, Everything else. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> uh, Everything I talked about. Space Force, that's right. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, uh, The Kitchen. The Kitchen. That were the, the oh. definite misses. So. Is that yep. a fair summary, gents? That's yeah, brilliant. Well right. done, Buzz. And on that note, it is... In the can. It's in the can. Good stuff, guys.